everybody. Um, welcome to Game Over Van- Oh, wow. Welcome to Game Over Vancouver. My name is Kaya May, and the Vancouver Canucks, um, beat the New Jersey Devils 6-4, um, in regulation. Now, before we get into the breakdown, here we go. Um, subscribe to SCPN down below, follow SCPN Sports on Twitter, um, I'm Kaime, you can find me at Real Kaime, as well as Kaime on YouTube. Okay, <clears throat> apologies, apologies if I sound like this, uh, <laughs> a, a bit sick this week. So, if I sound like, uh, Kermit the Frog a little, I'm not gonna do the voice, I can't do the voice, but if I sound like Stitch Pitch Down, that's why. Um, I, I see, I see you talking about the trip. We'll, we'll get there, we'll get there. So, First period before the game, uh, it's announced Jack Hughes is out for the Hughes Bowl, so instead it's just a battle of the 43s. Um, there's a lotto line. The lotto line, okay. There was arguments on Twitter about this, uh, especially Thomas Strantz saying it's actually not the lotto line because Miller centering instead of uh, Pedersen. Um, at the same time, it was always backwards anyway because Besser's the right wing. So anyway, semantics. Um... <laughs> yeah, Miller got away. Miller got away with one there. Um, Lotto line, they are not getting separated. I thought, you know, they were doing good separately this season. No, they're not getting separated after this game. Um, the In the first 10 seconds, there's a good chance uh, with Brock Besser, just because it can't get the right angle on it, um, but basically wide open net. Then we think, we think Brock Besser has scored his 25th, 25th goal of the year. We think. Um, but then he doesn't because it is, he gets um, the rebound off of Pedersen's uh, wrist shot. New Jersey challenges for interference almost right away. Lindy Russ looking down at the little screens. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Miller is in front of, Daw of Dawes, the goalie, who's 23. That is so young. Especially for a goaltender, that's so young. Um, he's in front of Dawes. Siegenthaler, yeah, he kind of pushes Miller into him. Dawes' stick gets caught in Miller's legs. At the end of the day, Miller is interfering with the goaltender. He's in the blue paint. He can't, you know, do his job. And that's what goaltender interference is for. Um, so the goal gets called back. Devils, they have trouble gaining entry to the offensive zone. Um, Garland was doing Connor Garland things and, you know, making people mad. Um, the Canucks basically dominated the entire first period. There was, it ended 0-0. Um, in the end, they didn't convert on their only power play of the game and the period. Um, but there were so many, so many Canucks chances in that first period. Like, I'm just going through my notes here. There's so many. The second devil shot was at 9.50 into this first period. The second devil shot of the game. <laughs> and it was a Mercer breakaway. Which, there were two, two breakaways, kind of. Toffoli kind of had one. Jules had knocked the shot out of play uh, later on. Um... Garland tried the spin in the first. He gets that later later on. Hoaglander, he had a really good first period. Um, Kuzmenko, he didn't end up... I don't think he ended up factoring on the score sheet. I'm right. He actually ended up factoring in the score sheet. 
He was minus one, but he had six shots on goal, 14 minutes, 44 seconds on ice. I do think, I hope that he gets to stay in the lineup. I thought he had a really good game. I understand, you know, my talk, it's going to look at that minus one and think, oh, I should, you know, send him to Abbotsford, but man, ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, that that's, we're not getting into that. We're not getting into that right now. Um, but yeah, Andre Kuzminko had a good game back, um, in, uh, Carson Soucy was back for the Canucks, which is huge. He gets an assist in his return. Um, yeah, what, it was honestly, the Canucks were dominating the first period. I was a bit worried because when that happens, sometimes they let off the gas. Yes, that happened later on, like, obviously in the third period, they kind of let it go a little bit, um, similar to the Senators game on, I'm bad at math, Tuesday? Yes. Um, yeah, so that's why I was worried about that one, um, lots of good chances, it was kind of like the Canucks were alive compared to the St. Louis game, and I understand it's the first game on a, on a, huh, on a seven-game road trip. This is the first time they've won, um, in New Jersey in, what was it, eight years? Six years? It was something very long. Luongo was still in net, Yager was with the Devils. It was a long time ago. Um, can... Oh, Hronik was not accurate at all in the first period, and I was getting mad about that. He's, uh, he's gotten back into it. The Canucks, yeah, had a lot of shots. Like, I think they were almost at 20 in the first. Let me check here. They were at 17. They had 17 shots on goal in the first. Uh, 42 overall in the game, while New Jersey had 25. Because he had six shots on goal. Yes, he did have, like, a lot of... He had a lot of shots. He had some pretty good chances. Um, I do think that he should factor in two, at least one of the next two games, because it's back-to-back -back anyway. Um, yeah, second period, right, right off the hop. Um, Hronik heard me. He, well, he didn't hear me. Um, <laughs> um, he saw my notes. He read my computer in the intermission, or, and just kind of hacked into my notion, whatever. Um, didn't know he's a notion girly like that, but I respect the hustle. Pedersen, 26th time the Canucks have opened the scoring this year so far, and this time it actually counts! 41 seconds in, it gets tipped past the blocker of Dawes, because basically every shot they were putting in was going directly into his pads. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... From Kronik and Hughes, it is 1-0, uh, his 16th of the season. The Devils looked really tired, and I don't blame them, considering how last night's game went. Um, I didn't- I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I kept up with it. Wow, that was a lot. <laughs> um, there were, uh, yeah, that was against the Blackhawks, and just look at their IR, the report this morning. You should- or, I guess, the Blackhawks IR report. And also, Jack Hughes being out. Um, so many chances. The Devils were kind of scrambling um, in the second period. They kind of woke up in the third. Still not was not expecting that, considering they had the back-to-back, -back, considering the game, they, the time they had last night. 
Um, but yeah, Miller, immediately. They will not let the Devils rest. Besser uh, tips the huge shot to Miller. The puck kind of goes off his ankle. Um, Siegenthaler is injured on the shot block, and he leaves the game. Um, there was, on the 3-0 Miller goal, hilarious, hilarious move, in the corner in the Vancouver zone, so miles away from the net. Mercer and Toffoli collide. Also, did Toffoli get a point? I need to know this. I need to know this. Tyler Toffoli did not get a point. Tyler Toffoli did not score against the Canucks. For the first time, in it. I'm kidding, but it's it, it's it's often he does. It's often he does, um, and I don't blame him. But yeah, Mercer and Tapoli collide in the Vancouver zone. The puck goes all the way back to the other end of the ice. Um, yes, Miller scores off Pedersen and Cole. It's a three nothing game. Um. I'll get to that record in a second. Uh, da, 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 da. Then, a few moments later, um, is seventh on the seventh devil shot of the game, 6.50 into the third. Tafoli almost tied at the end, though. That is true. That is true. That's what I was... Whoo! I was a little scared there. I was, it was a nail-biter. They don't taste very good. They're fake. But, you know, it's a nail-biter. Um, I, it was very similar to the one on December 5th, that game, that we don't talk about. Um, anyway, another Miller scores, 3-1, and it's not, it, it uh, another Miller scores, it's not the hat-trick for JT, it is Colin Miller, who had not scored previously in 22 games. He scored two tonight, this one's off McLeod, Canucks lose the face-off from McLeod, he's the best in the league, makes sense. Uh, even though Joshua beat him on a face-off earlier, Joshua's not a center. I respect it. Uh, Colin Miller shoots from the blue line. Cole's kind of screening, and he doesn't really stop at it. Stop it at all. Um, shoots from the blue line, goes over Demko's blocker. Yeah, that was a seventh devil shot of the game. 650 into the third. Can I write? Oh my gosh, second into the second. Lafferty had some good chances. He deked and then hit the post. He was a, a little bit too deep. Hasn't had the same kind of effect he had earlier on in the season when he would crash the net and then go, whoo. Um, yeah, and then it becomes 3-2 with 23 seconds left. Um, 3-2, Eric Halla off the rush. 23 seconds left. The Canucks are trying to change. Oh, Colin Miller, my mistake. They also gave Curtis Lazar an assist. So, good for him. On the Eric Holla goal, Jesper Bratt and Luke Hughes get the assist. Yeah, 23 seconds left. Canucks are trying to change. Devil speed up. Speed up the ice. Odd man rush. Goal. Garland. 12 seconds after Eric Holla scores and makes it 3-2. You know, Prudential Center's going. They're raving. They're like, okay, we're gonna get this back. And then they don't. 4-2, Connor Garland, 12 seconds, uh, 12 seconds after, wraparound, goalie stuck on the opposite side of the net, the Devils get stuck in the neutral zone, Connor Garland has 11 points in the last 14 games, and the Devils fans leave the ice for the second intermission, hearing the, the Rock boo. Not the wrestler, the, they're the Rock, right? I'm not making this up. Yeah, because that doesn't make sense for the... 
Islanders. And MSG is MSG. I'm not I'm not mixing this up. I know it it's it there's a rock somewhere. Probably. Third period, um basically two-ish minutes in. Five two. Elias Patterson um off the entry. Hughes passes to Besser. Um, who's behind him? Besser backhands the pass to Petey off the skates and in. What a game. What a game. Um yeah, Besser and Hughes. Um, then there's the first Prudential Center is the rock. Thank you. I was 99% sure about that. And then I wasn't. Um, <laughs> um, there's a penalty kill, the first of the period and first of the game, pretty much. Um, Niels Oman gets taken off for hooking. Devils had good chances in the beginning. Demko, Demko came up big for the Canucks on this penalty kill. Um, the Canucks had some short shorthanded chances uh, from, I believe it was Joshua and Bluger. Anyway, a few minutes later, after the penalty is killed, time moves on. 5-3. Colin Miller again. Who is Colin Miller, you might ask? Yeah, 22 games without a goal, dating back to last season. He has two tonight. Um, Tierney and Smith get the assists. Rishot, I... Oh. Less than two minutes later, 5-4. Smith, three goals from defenseman tonight. Canucks, uh, these two goals, by the way, the 5-3 and the 5-4 goal uh, from the Devils, both were from the same play, pretty much. Almost identical plays, not even two minutes apart. Um, all the Canucks kind of focus more towards on one side of the ice. I'm trying. I couldn't figure out what side. So if we're going from the net here, left side, high left side, which is probably not, it's probably the high right side. Anyway, Colin Miller, EA NHL franchise legend. Good to know. Um, yeah, no coverage on Miller. He scores on the high right side. Again, no coverage on Smith. The Canucks get stationary. They're too stuck in their ways. They get anchored down. And pucks. Before they know it, the puck's in the net. And it's 5-4 Devils. No, 5-4 Canucks. Devils get a fourth goal. And it's eerily similar to the game at Rogers Arena not too long ago. Um, Now, I'm just thinking, Canucks, you know, just keep it. Keep it in the Devils end. Keep it in the other end. Maybe we'll get some good chances. Okay. There's another penalty called. It's Dakota Joshua for holding. And it was a little bit of a weird play. He kind of reaches his arm out. And because of just the angle the player was at, he kind of holds on to him. They both get thrown around from each other. But it's called holding, um, which is an interesting penalty to take. Considering a penalty happened on that penalty kill for the Canucks that they just didn't call. The ref is standing in the corner. Don't call it. I I know it would put the Canucks at a disadvantage, and that's not good, especially considering 5-4. They obviously took their foot off the gas once Pedersen scored the 5-2 goal. At the same time, call the rule book. <laughs> like, that's the most basic thing of your job is to call what's happening on the ice and you just don't do it um pretty much what 
happened is Luke Hughes isn't really paying attention. He's in his own zone. It's kind of near the beginning of the power play for the Devils as well. Luke Hughes in his zone. JT Miller comes through, blatantly trips him. Blatantly trips him. Anyone in a 30-mile radius of any screen showing this game would immediately, immediately know that was a trip. He's completely... Like, Canucks fans got heated about the... I think it... Was it Kreider trip? Um, in the Rangers game when the Rangers ended up winning in overtime uh, because of Keandre Miller. But there was not a penalty called on the obvious trip. This is basically almost the same thing, except for it was, yeah, overtime. It was Kreider. Yeah. Kreider <laughs> at OT, that trip. It wasn't called. Canucks fans are mad. Canucks fans are still mad about that, by the way. Um, oh, get over it. I said that was, that was October. <laughs> um, anyway, in that one, yes, it was OT. So different kind of vibe there at the same time. This is almost basically, like, you score and you assume you're gonna go to OT. Not really. It's kind of, like, five minutes left in the game. But, actually, probably closer to four, because they did end up pulling the goalie um, later on in the power play. But, yeah, so, JT Miller trips Luke Hughes right in front of the ref. Nothing was called. The Rock is yelling down. There's people against the glass, like, pointing at the specific ref, too, that, like, just didn't call it. Two minutes left, yeah. Um, yeah, Miller tripped Luke Hughes right in front of the ref. I, oh, that, <laughs> that was a blatant trip. I know it would have put the Canucks at a significant disadvantage, but you can't just let that go. Like, there's four, there's two refs on the ice. Ref, you suck. Besser's goal should have counted, and the panel that penalty should have counted. I don't think Besser's first goal. I don't think Besser's goal should have counted, um, because Miller was kind of in his face. I know the rules aren't concrete when it comes to goalie interference, but it still seems like he was pretty heavily interfered with there. Even if it was like his stick and Miller was being there, it's technically the goalie space. Um, so Miller should have been the one to move. Have called the penalty, they would have pulled it for a six on three earlier. Yeah, that would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. We would have been talking about a completely different game of that uh, if they had called that penalty in the first place. Um, but yeah, that was for the Devils. That was there could have been a lot more stuff. Miller couldn't move out of the way. I feel not exactly, because he was already kind of there, and then Siegenthaler came and started pushing him. Um, yeah. The refs, just interesting game tonight, but especially this, uh, yeah, Miller blatantly trips Luke Hughes. Um, maybe he'll hear, he'll hear about it from his captain. Maybe his captain put him up to it. Who knows? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> um, anyway, immediately after... Well, not immediately after. The Canucks, after a few very close chances for the New Jersey Devils, um, the Canucks end up killing the penalty. Joshua comes rocketing out of the penalty box. And there's kind of like a... 
uh, hot potato back between uh, Dakota Joshua and JT Miller. And JT Miller, he could have gone for the hat trick, just saying. He passes over to uh, Dakota Joshua instead. They kind of have a give and go there, and Dakota Joshua gets the empty net. It ends up being 6-4 Canucks, and they win for the first time um, in many, many years against the Devils in New Jersey. At the end of the day, Vancouver deserved to win, but we didn't get to, but we didn't deserve to get robbed of a blatant opportunity. Yeah, Vancouver was definitely the game. Vancouver was definitely the team that had the upper hand tonight. Also, especially because they're missing Jack Hughes. Um, at the same time, the Devils definitely deserve to get that call. Um, I, you can't play politics um, when it comes to the refs. You can't play politics and just be like, ah, it's, it's a few minutes left in the game. They're already on the penalty kill. We're not going to... No, you have to do your job. So many other jobs, you don't do it, you get fired. You don't do that. You don't do defense properly. You get bought out and you go play in Florida, which arguably go OEL. He scored tonight. He's doing great in Florida. But <laughs> where's the double standard for the refs? They play, they work so many years in this league. So many years. Too many years. And they get, you know, they get hyped up with their own personalities. Like, look at Wes McCauley. But at the same time, they don't do their jobs half the time. There's nothing, like, they can't do anything right. If you were, say you were a delivery driver, right? You worked for, let's say you were a Domino's delivery driver, okay? Somebody orders um, a pepperoni pizza and you deliver instead, like, 60 orders of breadsticks. You're getting at least written up. But if you do that, you're getting at least written up, maybe fired, but if you do something continuously over and over and over again, there's no discipline, there's no after the fact, hey, can you explain what this call was? Hey, can you explain what this non-call was? Hey, can you, like, be criticized at all without getting fined by the league? Like, it's so... Oh. This is game over Vancouver, and I know I'm defending New Jersey right now about the egregious trip right there, but it's just, the league needs to be better. Like, <laughs> MLS officiating is on its own level of clownery, but at the same time, this is, this is, they're gonna overtake them. Um, yeah, the lotto line insane tonight. Um, Quinn Hughes, also insane tonight. He has three points. He had three points tonight, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Three points tonight in 23 minutes and 38 seconds. He played a lot. Okay. Uh, yeah, three points tonight. He... Um, breaks the most career multi-point games for defense tie. It was a tie he had with Alex Edler. You know, the guy who played defense here for a bajillion years. Yeah, they were tied at 68 games, or multi-point games for defensemen. Um, he breaks that tie. He gets 69 multi-point multi -point games in his career as a Canuck. 
and as a franchise record. I was very scared that it was going to turn into what the last Devil's Game was, which, if you aren't familiar, which I feel like most of you will be, it's basically just, um, <laughs> the Devils took a, I think they were also up 5-2 in that game, uh, the Canucks come back to tie it at 5-5, and then with a few seconds, or like 30-ish seconds left in the game, in the third period, Jesper Bratt scores and makes it 6-5. Um, and, yeah. That was an insane game. That was, that was the same night as the Christine Sinclair retirement game at BC Place. Um, so I, from the stands, when I was like, okay, it's 5-3. After the game, we're leaving, we're leaving the stadium. Um, after that game, it's 5-3. I'm like, okay, it's 5-3. And then by the time I'm in the concourse about to leave the arena, leave the stadium, it's 5-5, walk into Boston Pizza, immediately see the Jesper Brackle on the TV. Hilarious. Um, whew. I think that was a good game from the Canucks for most of it. You know, letting the Devils score two goals back-to-back, in two minutes from the exact same spot, the exact same way, the exact same faults. I understand why Talkit took the time out there. Um, <laughs> I do think that... Also, 42 shots. Insane. Insane. That was insane. And... Yeah, 42 shots. Absolutely crazy. We didn't leave with giveaways. <laughs> um, Vancouver. It's weird to be a Vancouver fan. Or weird to watch the Canucks and be like, oh, it's good again. Um, Myers needs to sit. Ooh, was he bad? I, I didn't notice him being too egregious tonight. I noticed Cole a couple times do some not-so-great things. Same with Hronik. Susie was great. I mean, Hronik was a plus three, sorry. Um, Juleson I thought was pretty good tonight. Um, Cole, eh, Hronik, eh. Susie, great in his return, gets an assist. Yeah. Carson Susie was noticeable. I think it was more noticeable because he's, uh, that was our first win in Prudential Center, yes. Um, he was noticeable because it's like, oh, who is number seven? Oh, yeah, right. He's back. Um, I didn't think he'd be back until later into the year, or at least into January. I thought I was thinking closer to the All-Star break. Um, Myers needs to sit. Nylander will accept an eight-year deal worth 11.5. I think they're close to it. I'm just... Like... Is that a discount for William Nylander? Because, like, isn't that less than what Matthews makes? Um, but this Vancouver, game over Vancouver. I bring into that thought, what does Pedersen ask for? Um, because uh, he's obviously going to get more than Nylander. Botch the defensive coverage on the second Devil's goal. Yeah, that's just Tyler Myers. Um, <laughs> that's just Tyler Myers. 
I'm trying to overpaying. I, the the sky is blue, grass is green. <laughs> uh, he's like, what, 13% of their cap hit is going to be the Nylander contract for eight years? What a shot. I think... I, I think Pedersen's going to go for... 13, maybe? 13 for five? Is that the highest? I don't remember where the highest is. I feel like it's around there. Um, yeah. I was watching the first period and seeing the Canucks just dominating, flying around like crazy. I said, it's well, it's good. We got two points last night. Yeah. Um, that, that, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you can do when it's a back-to-back. -back. Like, what was, oh my gosh, what was the Canucks back-to-back -back where they played and then they played one night, and then the next night they played in Calgary. Wait, okay. The next night they played in Calgary, and Calgary just mopped the floor with them. When was this? I need to find this. Yeah, we beat the Islanders in OT, and Bo Horvat's return to Vancouver for the first time as an Islander. Um, the next night we play in Calgary and, uh, yeah, we lost 5-2. So that was great. That was great. I feel like Jonathan Huberto scored, but I might be mistaken there. Oh, he did. He did. He got two points. A golden assist. Okay. Um, Demko got his 100th career win. Dang. Wait, isn't he? He's in the top. Okay. Let's, he's in the top now. Um, hockey reference. Canucks historical stats. He's in the top 10, I think, now for goalies. Da, 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 da. Wait, no, that's not what I wanted. Career leaders. Do, do, do. Do, do. Wins, 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 wins. He's in fifth. Or no, he's in fifth solely now. He has untied Jacob Markstrom for 100 now to take fifth and the Canucks win column. Um, Luongo obviously leads. He has 252. That's that's going to take a while to beat. Um, probably going to take another Demko contract to beat. Uh, he's in fifth now, yeah. He passed, he passed Marky. I was like, they brought it up last game, but then we lost. Um... Uh, yeah, so it's Luongo, McLean, Broder, Cloutier, Demko. Pretty good! I didn't realize how high Ryan Miller is on that, la on that list. Wow, okay. Um, he's fifth in wins. That's, that's crazy. Uh, do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. I don't think we're a contender yet, but we had a pretty, pretty, the Canucks had a pretty good game. Plus minus over a single game isn't a good stat. That is so true. Um, because that's so true, especially considering I think relatively Hoglander has had, he had a pretty good game tonight. Overall, let's look at his last few games here. Is it going to show me stuff? Please, please show me stuff. Um, wait, I messed it up. Okay. Game logs. 
Yeah, minus one against... Well, a minus one tonight. Um, minus one against St. Louis. Minus one against Philly. Minus one against San Jose. Like, and we won that San Jose. Canucks won that San Jose, San Jose game. All right. I, I think Hoglanders had a great time. Yeah. Kind of embarrassing the Canucks have only five goalies with 100, 100 plus career wins. Um, I have a hot take. I don't think that wins should be a goalie stat. That's just because, like, there's so much that goes into a win, especially for a goalie that, like, they can't control. Like, Demko should have a bajillion more wins than he actually has. Um, but if the team was a little better around him for the last few years, maybe it would be higher. But, yeah, what can you do? He was basically standing on his head the entire few years the entire few years, basically, and, like, nothing, no support whatsoever, they'd still lose, like, 3-1, because the Canucks just didn't do anything. Um, it was also the first time the Canucks beat, um, the Devils with Travis Green behind the bench, so that was nice. Well, not nice, but just, like, first thing, first time that happened. Um, 10 more wins to pass Canuck, great, yeah. Let's see, yeah, I... I yeah, well, it, it, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. I saw something about the All-Star game. It was... Hughes' parents' last game, completely neutral while all the kids score goals. Yeah, it's crazy. They are probably... Ellen Hughes, un, like, underrated skating coach. She's trained some of the, well, she's trained the best skater in the NHL, Quinn Hughes, and, um, Jack and Luke, who run into each other during games. Um, that must have been a very fun night in the siblings group chat for Quinn. Uh, who else do you think will join Quinn Hughes in the All-Star game this year, Harry? I think that it will be Brock Besser. I think... I, I'm like, I'm hoping Brock Besser gets to go. Otherwise, JT Miller or Demko, I believe, is also in the running. People are saying Pedersen. I'm like, he's, it's so weird to think. He was all our, all, our, our all-star last season uh, and Bo Horvat as well, but he kind of had to represent the Islanders in the middle of it because he got traded. But I think Pedersen is actually like the fifth choice for the all-stars right now, just considering... Brock Besser's goal scoring, considering JT Miller was part of, like, the top, um, skaters in points. Let me see what he's at right now. Okay, he's at 50, and he's behind... He's 7th? 7th. I can do math. He's 7th. He's tied with Sam Reinhardt and Miko Rantanen. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> He's behind the $11.5 million man, William Nylander. Petey has been the third best Canucks forward this season. He can't go before Miller and Besser. Yeah, I mean, he's 50th in points. I, it's not just also a points thing. I, I just feel like... 
they kind of know he's the all-star already. I know, I know, okay. Damco would be the goalie choice, obvi obvious goalie choice. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, Pedersen, just because of the... I think it's more the storyline, I think, for um, Besser and then Miller kind of having that run where he was not exactly arguing, but he was back and forth with Nikita Kucherov, of all people, um, for points. So, former teammate, Nikita Kucherov. I, I, I think Patterson would have been fifth choice. That's just my opinion. He has not had the top six winger for most of the season. That's true. They won't give him Kuzi because nothing, not a lot gets produced when he's with because uh, Menko on that line. Um, our first and prospects other than Villander and Lekeremeki Le are in play for a win now move. I'm good with that. I, I don't... I, okay. I, I... With where the Canucks are at right now, the first time I people are like, oh, it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. It is January sixth right now. So January sixth. I think that getting rid of prospects, just prospects picks that are going to be late anyway, because we're making the playoffs at this point. They're making the playoffs. And if I'm Patrick Alvin, I'm getting rid of those. I know he's collected- he's also collected the same amount of picks Jim Benning did during his entire tenure. So when we give away- when the Canucks front office gives away picks now in trades, Canucks fans panic because they're reminded of Jim Benning. Just- just Jim Benning. Um, giving away picks- now, I think is not that big of a deal, considering Alvin has shown that he can, A, get those picks back, B, the Canucks are also doing really well right now, if we're going to the playoffs, if we need to prove to Pedersen that we can win and be a decent team and get to potentially well into the second round, I think that, yeah, you need to, you need to spend a little to get a little. Um, somebody said Jake Gensel, and, ooh, <laughs> that was, that, that's, that's, that would be weird to see him in a jersey other than the Pittsburgh Penguins. Probably have to rebuild the team after, with all the UFAs. Our highest paid UFA after this year is Tyler Myers. I'm not very worried. Does everyone think PD's waiting for this Nylander deal to happen? Um, no. I think they're very different players, um, just because they're both Swedish. I don't think that's really a comparison. Um, maybe it is because, you know, they're both in their contract years. Um, if Patterson wants to look for another contract year person, look at, like, Sam Reinhart, uh, Florida's All-Star. Um, I, I don't think he was waiting for Neil Anders' deal to happen. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. PD is going to get paid more than William Nylander, though. 11.5. Honestly, a steal for Nylander. He would have gotten more on any other team. It is for eight years. Um, someone is going to get traded. <laughs> 
obviously a top six winger is a top priority, but if you go for an but do you go for an elite top line winger or just a good top six guy and save some for another move? Ooh. Save some. I'd say save, but also like what top six wingers the thing, the boring thing about the NHL is like no one's available for trades because they hold up clauses in their contracts. So you can't really make a sp huge splash at uh, trade deadlines, but I think the Canucks, you know, they, I, I trust Patrick Alvin with his trade so far this year. I think that he, uh, I, I think that he'll make some moves. Canucks front office, they'll make some moves. The Canucks will get most likely a winger, probably a good top six guy, not like an elite top line winger guy. Um... And then probably a defenseman that's not, you know, Noah Jolson. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Go for it while you can. Who knows if we will be here next season. Okay, before we cry about, not cry, but worry about next season, let's, let's remind ourselves who the UFAs are. Because it's not like a couple years ago when we were like, we don't have Besser signed, we don't have Horvat signed, we don't have Miller, we don't, like, it was all this... Like, we had to sign uh, Pedersen and Hughes the exact same time. Yeah, we have a couple UFAs. Brock Besser is UFA at the end of 2025. Um, so is Andre Kuzmenko. I know who I'm more comfortable with keeping. Um, is it recency bias? Maybe. Uh, Connor Garland is in the UFA for another couple years. Ily Mikheyev, modified no-trade clause, not a UFA for another couple years. Teddy Bluger's a UFA. He's our third-line center. Um, Sam Lafferty is a UFA. He's had a few good chances. Yes, he can play all positions, but... Eh. Um, who else? Linus Carlson is an RFA. Um, he's also waivers-exempt and probably going to get sent down soon, because uh, he was also, he's been scratched for a few... Uh, Dakota Joshua is a UFA. Um, he's also making 825. Phil DiGiuseppe is going on LTIR, so that can be removed. Basically, our entire decor is on is U our UFAs, but I'm not exactly complaining. Jolson stays in lineup. Talk it, yeah. Um, yeah, because we have Tyler Myers probably gone. Nikita Zadorov. I don't know if he's staying around. Ian Cole, I don't know if he's staying around. Um, Mark Friedman, probably not. And then we have Noah Jolson, who's 2025 UFA, and Quinn Hughes is UFA in 2027. Casey DeSmith is a UFA next year. I'm okay if we re-sign him? I don't know. The Canucks have some good options. We still have Carson Soucy for a few years. Yes, we have to pay more for the OEL deal, but the cap goes up. I am not worried. Um, alright. What are you guys projecting for? Get your projections in for what the Canucks do at the trade deadline, or before then. Who knows? Who knows? They kind of just do anything they want all the time. Um, and I will, what's, what's Patterson's, okay, before, before we get into this. Patterson's QO was 8.82. I'm sorry. 
Okay, he's he's getting paid. He's getting paid. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Make some trade. Make some trade suggestions in the chat, and I'll read them out. Okay. Same roster next game. Uh, trade Mikheyev, Kuzmenko, top six, all for Volstrom. Hmm. Jolson is one of the most improved D-men I've ever seen. That, yeah, he has made a great improvement through just this season alone, too. Um, Oliver Wallstrom, I, I do think Jolson can stay in the lineup. I think he'll stay, but I don't know if... Yeah, I don't know. He'll probably be a 7th D next year, too. Um, because he does have... But I believe his contract is a two-way at 775. Does it say... It doesn't. Cool. Love that. Do you mean you trust Jim Rutherford? Because that is your GM, really. Front office. I trust the ex-Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Oliver Wallstrom, Dante Fabro. A seventh round pick for Jack and Luke Hughes. I like that thinking duck. Not sure about the cap it for Jack. But I do think if we got <laughs> that would be so funny. At the same time, um, as someone with younger siblings... Would I want them to evade my space? Probably not. Um, Linus Carlson, not that good at this point. He's played a few. He's played a few games. Not really. Um, he has been pretty decent at the um, Abbotsford level. He's part of the Swedish House Mafia. Yeah, four games, zero points. He had twenty-three points in twenty-five games for Abbotsford this year. 49 points in 72, ga 72 games last year for Abbotsford. Um, why do we think- No, do not bring Tyson Berry onto this team. I've had this back-to-back -back years in Game Over chats for Vancouver. Do not give me Tyson Berry. Please. Like, I get it. His nickname's Mother. Seems like a fun little vibes guy, but- Please don't bring Tyson Perry onto this team. Uh, it won't be cheap with a regular season movement happening. Well, yeah, but if we get other cheap UFAs. Um, that Russian demon we got needs to bear down. When did we get a Russian demon? Did I miss a trade? Hello? Is that... Is that Zadorov? Zadorov, yeah. Um, da, da, da. declare for a fifth. I don't hate that. Declare's a pretty good player. Went to the Stanley Cup Finals last year uh, with Florida. Now in San Jose. Gensel and Ryan Graves for Kuzmenko. This is Kyle Dubas we're talking about versus Patrick Alvin. Two of arguably the better GMs in this league i uh, i don't think that's gonna stop coasting zadora but you're not getting in the lineup Ooh, um can you coast with that much mass dude's huge chronic really taking up more cap oil hits gets better and that will take all the cap increase eh. 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 
that's next season. We're in the now. This is now Vancouver Canucks. Trade those picks. Trade... I don't know. Tucker Pullman's cap, I guess. Um... Where's Guillaume Brisewell? He's still on LTIR. Is he okay? Um, well, obviously not. He's on LTIR. But, yes. Um... Is there a way to get Lindholm from Calgary? That's a rental, though. That's a rental, because we wouldn't be re-signing him. And also, that's in between... Like, obviously, Zadorov comes here because, you know, his countrymen. Um, but also, Dan Milstein's basically an AGM at this point. Um, which, it's rare, you know, interdivision trades, especially between Calgary and Vancouver, considering the history of these two franchises. Um, I don't think there's a way to get Lindholm right now. Rutherford wants ex-players he knows. Yeah. So, Gensel, maybe... Oh! POJ. That could be a choice. We could get his brother, too. Reunite. No, just, just kidding. Um, but his brother's always in. Uh, Matthew Joseph is always in trade rumors, so who knows? Who knows? Um, I, I wouldn't hate Jake Gensel on this team. Should we trade Juleson for how much value he has? I don't think so. Because, yeah, he has some value. I don't think he has, like, getting a lot back value. We're not going Noah Juleson, Jake Gensel, one for one here. There would be other things in play. Um, Gensel would be ideal, but the Penguins have gotten better, so who knows if he will be available. What does his contract look like? Jake Gensel. I spelt it right. Let's go. Um, he has a modified no trade clause, so he does have a tell twelfth tree. I can't speak today. What? Twelve team no trade list. Yeah, Gensel's gonna. He has. He, it's a six million dollar cap hit. He was signed by Jim Rutherford. Um, he's a UFA at the end of this season. I do think if. The pens were willing to give him up. Potentially. Currently, he has 43 points in 37 games. Yeah, that's not happening. That's not happening. That is not happening. Um, good point. Injuries happen. Keep all the D-men. We saw that with Carson Soucy immediately. Um, alarm bells going off in Canucks fans' heads. Yeah, Gensel's not going to get traded unless the pens are way out of a playoff spot. Where are they currently? Let's find out. Well, I hate to break it to you. They are. They are Alex. They are they are seventh <laughs> in the Metropolitan Division. Um they're tied for points with the Capitals, but the Capitals have a game in hand and have a higher win percentage. What I went Australian there for a bit. Um they are yeah, seventh in the Metropolitan Division. They're only seven points ahead of Columbus. Um, so maybe that could put it into perspective. We find compete for the cup and then bolt for where he wants. Fair enough. Two points out of the spot? Wait. Okay, I guess wildcard technicalities, but they're behind Philly, New Jersey, Tampa, and Washington currently for wildcard standings. And that's not even bringing up the Islanders, Hurricanes, and Rangers in the top three for, for the Metro right now. 
Um, I think it would be very hard. They should tra trade Jake Genzel for anything they get. Okay, as a Pens fan, Dave. Pens fan, Dave, thank you very much. Thank you very much. We could, we'll take him. We'll take him. The Canucks played well most of the time. I feel like that's... The Canucks played well for some of the time, I think is just how you can sum up this season and a bit of last season, but last season was, whoo, we don't talk about that. Um, this season, the Canucks, yes, they're playing well. Are they playing well for 60 minutes consistently? Most of the time, no. There are, there are outliers. 8-1 for Edmonton. 10-1 for San Jose. At the same time, they gotta keep it up. Like, the Senators game did not play well the whole game. St. Louis game, they played. They played, period, for two minutes. Connor Garland scores nothing. Connor Garland scores nothing else. Please get Jake a cup and treat him good. Oh my gosh. That's not so sad. He has two. Right? Yeah, he was with the Pens for both. Alex Tucker, Sean Dersey. Hmm. I don't know enough about Dersey there. He's with the Coyotes now, I think. He was a... He was a king before. Also, if... Dubas is not a guy that sells. I, I know. Leafs. Unless it's Peter Morazic, you're not leaving, buddy. Um... So where are the Coyotes? The Coyotes are also kind of in a wild card spot, so I'm not sure if they would... Especially in the conference, they would not... I don't know if they would trade. Playing a six full 60 isn't a real thing, but, like... Full 60? I have to sit through three-hour, four-hour lectures, okay? They can play for 60 minutes! Man, um, Alex Tuck... Eh. Eh, he's, he's on the older side, I think. <laughs> sure. Wait. How much is he getting paid? He's part of the Eichel trade. Okay, he's 27. I... He looks... He does not look 27. I'm sorry, Alex Tuck. I want Malcolm... Malkin? Malkin is not leaving. He almost left Pittsburgh, but he is not leaving Pittsburgh. Um, they have Crosby, Malkin, and Letang. They go for it. So they won't sell until they're like 15, 12 points out of spot, probably. You never know. Tuck will not get traded. Yeah, he's a modified no-trade clause for three more years. Um, 4.75 in Buffalo. Yeah. I... 26 points, 32 games. Oof. Not sure about that one. But he had a pretty good season last year. Uh, Sean Dersey. This is a winning lineup. Yes. Sean Dersey, 1.7 um, for just this year. 25, 21 points in 30 games, Play, plays both sides of the D. I, yeah, because the Coyotes are in a pretty good spot, you know, they had that run where they, like, uh, completely ran through every former Stanley Cup winner in the last few years. I think that was, like, one of the first times in NHL history that's been done. Good, good luck for them that the uh, schedule ran like that, but yeah, the... Coyotes are currently uh, third in the wild in the wild card rankings, so that's behind Seattle and Nashville. 
Um, yes, they're in the central, but they still, you know, they're still a few points out of uh, playoff contention for us. Imagine Crosby in Vancouver. <laughs> um, Dumas will be will rebuild in a year or two. Oh, I feel why why did they keep them all there? I mean that's gonna happen, but um, Coyotes are fighting for playoffs. Yeah, the Coyotes are good right now. They're a wagon. They're a wagon. Um, Crosby will never happen. He will retire as a penguin forever like Mario. And then he'll own the team. And then keep playing. Before the last shift, I said, watch talk it. We'll put on Chilson and Cole. And I was right. Yeah. Yeah. How about Dumba? Mm -hmm. Not sold. Not sold. How much is he making? He's, yeah, he's on the older side. Yes, he's a defenseman, but... I don't know, like, technically, I guess he's good for playoff-type hockey, uh, rough kind of stuff, but I do think the Canucks are pretty good in that department, as, um, aside from that. You know what? Yeah. What? Patrick Alvin, it is your mission. It's your mission to get Jake Gensel on the Vancouver Canucks. And I want it by the All-Star Game. Thank you very much. I have been Kaya May. This has been Game Over Vancouver. You can subscribe down below to SDPN. Remember to like the video. Like the stream if you're still here with me. It's amazing talking to you guys. Like Harry Mackey potential NHL next season. They said he might make it to Abbotsford. Let's see what happens in training camp. Um, I think Patterson is also coming to the AHL maybe later next year. Is what was said. Elias Pedersen, defenseman. DPD. Um, can y'all still Drysdale out of the Ducks? I- I like Drysdale for the Ducks, so I- I think- I- I mean, they are out of playoff contention. It is in the Pacific Division. I don't think that's much of a reach, but I think that they- the Ducks would want him to stay there. Who knows what can happen? There's still- the NHL trade- I feel like it's late this year. Deadline. 2024. Friday, March 8th. We have a lot of time. We have over... Oh, I'm bad at math. There's 29 days. This, this is too confusing. There's like over 60 days left until the NHL trade deadline. Yes. I think... I think that's all I have to say for right now. I think... I think that's all we have to say. Is that what, all we have to say? Leaves... If he's top six as a cheap toxic, top sixer, Drysdale, I, I, he's young. He's still developing, so I wouldn't be so sure. Um, yeah. Subscribe to SDPN down below. Um, follow them on Twitter at SDPN Sports. I have been Kaya May. Uh, you can find me at Real Kaya May on Twitter. Kaya May on YouTube. Um, like the stream, like the video, rate and review. If you're listening to this on podcast platform, shout out to audio listeners here. Are you willing to give up Lekari Meki for Gensel Rental? No! I watched the World Juniors. He was MVP. No. Absolutely not. Not my goat, anyway. <laughs> Good night, everybody! Yeah!